Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy. And this week's episode is all about the life stages women go through. Join us on the porch with our subject matter expert, Natasha, and we will explore the good, the bad, and the lovely about being a woman. Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. So, hey, how is everything going for everybody today? Much better to Doing well. Yeah. You said much better. I ain't told nobody off all weekend. I, I pray God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's an accomplishment, Celeste. That's an it accomplishment. It is. It really is. But yeah. That's, that's good. Because you want to be joyful for the holidays. And then you know what? I think that when the first of the year comes, that's when you get like in a mind frame of like, okay, you know what? You know what? Things are starting over. This is how I think. Maybe it's kind of stupid, but in January, I have to like make myself feel joyous because it's like the first of the year. I got to get myself rolling to do things. Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, I, I get really happy because it's the holidays and, mm-hmm. you know, things are just like slowed down and, you know, I want to be in a good mood. I don't want to be in a shitty mood, you know, but so. Holidays are so. stressful for me. Is it? Oh, I never make it stressful. Never. Because I'm just happy. It's traffic. It's people all over the place. Kids be at home. Oh, yeah. That's stressful. Anytime. Yeah. You have little ones? (laughs) I I have a five-year-old and a 14-year-old. We're sending you love. Please (laughs) send me all the vibes. It'll get better. It will get better. You're going to love this time when they get, you know, when they move out. out. Mm-hmm. When they get up and out. Write a check or use a debit card. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And you just oh, think of Lord. Christmas Eve as the time to relax and chill. Yes. I don't Instead have to be in the closet wrapping gifts. Yes. 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 That, you know, uh, when you get past that stage, you know, when you just feel like Christmas Eve, you just sitting back chilling and looking at TV. That is mm-hmm. and making oh, drinks you never made before with yes, all yes, holiday passion. drinks for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. food and food and food, you know. And the like, and the food be there the next day because no one's food be there it. the next uh, day. And you don't have to I clean up wait. on the floor, shit on the floor from the kids <laughs> the stuff on the floor. You know, yeah. so that's that's priceless. So that's why I love the holidays, man. I was yeah. like you with my kids. My kids was like twins because they were 15 months apart. So it was like having twins. You know, I did everything with them together. And, you know, Christmas time was like, oh, my God, it was hectic. But you, now I can care less. It's like, that's my time of the year. So I'm mm. really looking forward to it. So um, how is everybody else doing besides the holidays coming up? Good. I'm headed home. Thank God, Mel, because Mel been out here as a warrior. Been out here in these streets. Ooh, it's been it's been rough, but I'm heading home. So I'm heading home. Heading home. So um, you know, we have our normal question of the day, and this one came for you, Mel. So um let's just check it out, okay? Okay. Good, good, good question. Um, you know, so thank you, Eddie. I mean, very handsome young man. That's actually um your future son-in-law, Mel. So yeah. good question. So that was a multi-level question. So Mel, you go first. And 
I think it's a good question because, you know, we're we're dealing with situationships now. This modern age dating and romance is all about situations. Um, And it's it's not the same as, you know, the traditional situation where we you you work towards getting married. Sometimes people just want partnerships. You don't necessarily want marriage. You don't necessarily want children. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the question that he's asking is multifaceted. It just depends on who you are asking. That's my opinion. Yeah. Celeste? Well, after I stopped paying attention to his muscles, um, <laughs> what I heard him to say what, yeah, because at first I was like, okay. So um, <laughs> I definitely agree with Mel because I, from my view and the people that are in my circle and my age group are all looking for partners. They're mm-hmm. not interested in, or maybe they're just having bad luck with it, but we've made a decision that, you know, I just... I just don't want a partner. I don't want mm. to do. I don't want to do the whole kitten caboodle thing anymore. So, and the kids too. Now that I think about it, yeah, and they're looking for partners. Chauncey, um, I guess when I heard his question, I thought that it was more so for definitely for the younger generation. Um. I think it just depends on where you are in your life, right? So, uh, Celeste, you know, we're all in the same age category or whatever. I just, I don't want the drama, right? Um, I can kind of get to know the one person, know their ins and outs. Um, but that's an ongoing thing. I think having the, um, having the thought process that it's not ever changing, it's an ever changing, evolving a relationship is, right? We get to know new parts of our partners all the time. So it's not just the, oh, I know how you are and that's how it's going to be forever. So do you have the curiosity and the wherewithal to just withstand and just carry that out? Or do you want to bounce from thing to thing to thing? And, and just kind of, for me, I don't, I don't want that for myself because I don't want to have to get to know somebody new and my menopause don't work like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Natasha, I think that there is from well, I can say from what I've heard, there is not a lot of positive marriages like role models to look up to. So right now everything just likes looks like gloom and doom. It looks like after a certain amount of years, it's gonna end anyway, and the percentages are very high. So it's like, okay, well, if I already know that's going to happen, why am I going to even go that route? Because we can just be together and be life partners and not switch into that because a lot of people, and I guess I'm in that age bracket. Um, <laughs> I think I'm in that age bracket. <laughs> and so wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that, I'm in that, you know, partnership, not a lot of people around me are married, you know? Um, So what it looks like is we see people get married and when they get married, things change and the relationship changes. And then they end up like not liking each other and getting a divorce. So Mm -hmm. it could be like, we've been together for 10, 11 years and things have been great. As soon as we get married, which I have seen this with a friend, as soon as we get married, all of a sudden, shit hits the fan and we can't stand each other and things have changed and now we're divorced. We probably should have never gotten married and we'd still be together. 
Um, so the marriage, it doesn't, it's not portrayed like it used to be portrayed anymore. Okay, I'll close, close, close this question. Um, marriage is rough and everybody in here has had some experience with marriage. I don't know about you, Natasha, but marriage is rough. Um, it's not to be taken lightly because, you know, I don't know. I, I would think, and I always say this all the time, and I tell my husband this all the time. I, I have a great husband. Um, me and Mel talked so long yesterday, and I, I gave her like almost like my backstory on how I, I met my, my husband. Um, my husband is like, um, it's like my my soulmate, and he's mm. my soulmate for for a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. And um, but I would tell you, I would if I didn't have my husband, I don't think I would marry again, because mm. um, you know, just with the good you get, you get a lot of uncertainty too. You see what I'm saying? And I think that I'm just a person that's um, so set in my ways. I could be good with being, you know, chill by myself and, you know, in a, in a environment. And I'm not saying like constantly dating, you see what I'm saying? I think that I could just be chill with just picking and choosing whatever I wanted, you know, and be happy with that. You know, I really could. Um, I'm thankful that I have my husband, um, but I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be in looking for a marriage. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't be looking for that because, you know, I think I'm just I'm just living my life the way I, I would want to live in. And I would be cool with that. It would be like, yo, I would chill with that, 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 that nigga. Oh, excuse me. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be no. It wouldn't be um it wouldn't be no like claims or anything. Sometimes it becomes too much, you know what I mean? I want to just have my control over my life and I don't want to be controlled by anybody else. I'm just thankful that I have what I have and you know, so be it. But um that was a really good question. So tell your son-in-law we appreciate it. Very handsome young man, and um hopefully we get some more questions from him because you know he's he's um Good on the eyes. I'll say that. Good. <laughs> good on the eyes. Okay. That's, that's, that's oh, important. God. That's important. So um, tonight we got um, Natasha with us. And Natasha is going to lead the ship tonight. And we're going to talk about sexual dysfunctions with um, the ladies, us women, all through our um, life journey. And Natasha, we're going to let you take control of this because I know I have questions and mm-hmm. before we even started this we have um had a brief discussion on just the sexual dysfunctions that may occur or things that happen in our lives that may occur that make you think that you have a sexual dysfunction or may even have a sexual dysfunction that you're not even aware that you have one but let me not ramble on Natasha welcome to the porch how are you today Miss? thank you I'm good thank you for having me I'm excited to chat and laugh and giggle and all the things and answer all the questions Um, get a lot of that you can get a lot of hold on hold on So um, I like this topic and I know we were starting to get onto it before we hit record, but um, I do not like, I don't like the word dysfunction because it immediately puts you in a negative headspace. And just because something is not functioning the way you would want it to function because your body, everybody's body functions differently. So what works for me may not work for Mm -hmm. Um, y'all. It's not a bad thing. 
Like it just means that something is going on in your life, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that you just have to like realign and Mm -hmm. you, but you have to be understanding and be willing to put in the work. So I don't like the word dysfunction, but you know, neither here nor there. It is what it is. But I think the misconception is that each phase has a different thing going on, but it can happen at any age. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, I don't necessarily think there is a phase. And I mean, of course you have like your menopause and things like that. And then after you have a baby and when you're pregnant, those have significant things. But if you ask the right person, they can tell you that they've never gone through some of that stuff. So it really just depends on the person, honestly. Yeah. I know some people say they're not going through menopause, right? They're my age and I don't even want to talk to them because I don't even want to talk to them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Why would you I throw that in the face? I don't know how to play because I'd be like, bitch, you lying. You know, you're just- <laughs> I don't want to talk to your ass. You talking about you and I? I'm cold. I'm like, you cold? You want to feel some hot shit? Come on over here. I'm going to let you right. know. <laughs> saying all kinds of stuff. But that's just me. You know what? I mean, I'm hating on them because they don't suffer like I suffer. But, you know, I'm just trying to be kind to them because well, I, like, I like how I like how Dr. Kasha said that you know it's not necessarily dysfunction because that has a negative connotation but I'm also thinking that um especially in our particular age group and that's where we can come from I mean we've been younger women thank goodness right and we are where we are today but like maybe sometimes just not having the desire or not just wanting to be bothered mm-hmm. um, that's not necessarily a dysfunction it's just how you feel, right? Is it could be mm-hmm. based off of emotion. And I think sometimes I resent that the indication that everything is related to menopause or right. Because you know, when I have sex, I totally enjoy it, right? So I don't think my menopause is interfering, but it doesn't mean I don't have desires and still don't have dreams and still don't desire uh, my husband or anything like that. But then some days I just don't feel like it. And is that a distinction or does that mean that there's something wrong or can I just not feel like it? And because I am the age that I am owning the fact that I just don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I was married in 28, I felt obligated that my husband at the time, whenever he asked, I needed to be Johnny on the spot, even if I didn't feel like Johnny on the spot. Well, because, right, that's the... The intimation is that you have to be ready all the time. And so it is um, some sort of uh, connection or relation to how you feel about the person just because you may not feel like being bothered, right? But because I am mature now, I own the fact that I may not feel like being bothered, right? It don't mean I don't love you. It don't mean I don't desire you. I'm just not in the mood. Very, you know, I'm very not much so. summers, you know, doing it three times a day with my husband. So, <laughs> first of all, Chauncey, I appreciate you calling me a doctor. It sounds so nice, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't want anyone coming to me, lady, talking about you're not a doctor. But that sounds that sounds nice. Maybe later in life. Maybe later in life. Um, but yeah, it, I when I work with clients. And they tell me things like, I wasn't in the mood, but I did it in any way, or it was painful and I just sat through it. Mm. I'm like, no, no, we don't. Because what you're doing is you're teaching your body to, you're, 
you're teaching your body that response. And so every time you go into a sexual experience, your body, your mind is going to be like, this is going to hurt or I don't want to do this. So it's like, if you don't want to do it, like, just don't do it. Like it's, it's fine. But then it goes into that whole ego, your ego, and then you're worried about their ego. And sometimes if you're going to be intimate with someone that intimate, you have to take ego out of it and honor yourself and honor your body. And sometimes some of these concerns and these issues, they literally just come from the fact that we don't do what our body wants us to do. We, we try to make it do something else. Therefore, every time you go into that situation, of course, you're not going to enjoy it because you've been having painful sex for the past year with your partner instead of trying to figure out what your body needs and where that pain is coming from. You just suffer through it. So now it's a response. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I've never, I have to admit, I've never done that, Natasha. Good, good. don't <laughs> um, do it. <laughs> because for me, anything that has never felt right. I go get it checked out. I, I know my doctor used to be like, I mean, what else are you <laughs> asking me? Like, I, I, cause I would come with all kinds of questions. I, I have to admit when, you know, um, in that committed relationship, when, when the topic of even anal sex came up and stuff like that, I'm at the doctor's office. Like, yeah, like tell me some stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can know what I heard. I can know what I read, but tell me from a medical perspective. Right. <laughs> so if I say no, am I within my rights? To say no? <laughs> or am I within, you know, because I have this concern, am I just being um, prudish or, you know, whatever? So we've been able to have open dialogue, but I've, I've never felt the pressure to do anything I, I've never wanted to do. So I'm fortunate in that aspect. That's amazing because some people will not have conversations with their doctor to save their life. If you had the doctor, me and Celeste had, you're going to have that conversation. He's going to have it with you. He's going to have it with you. going to have it with you. Because I'm telling you, it's the first thing he asked when I'm like, I got to see him this week. And I'm like, okay, because I know what he can ready to say. He's going to say this. I mean, I'm like, is you an anal sex like thing or something? Stop asking me that. You know what I mean? Too old. Ask you about that? he talks to me about other things he goes okay i know you're not married i hope you're enjoying yourself he don't even talk like that like i'll just be like looking at him but yourself i'm like he trying to tell you use it or lose it there you go. Oh, well, he's, not gonna let you, he's not gonna let you you lose it. I'm gonna tell you that right. You you won't lose it with him because he's That's gonna wonderful. tell you you need to practice, practice on yourself, practice mm. all the time. <laughs> Make sure of it. Yeah. Am I lying, Celeste? Not at all. No. I, I think I lost you. my desire. He said, No, this is what you need to do. Get the mirror, touch it. But you, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, he knows, he knows some things about some things. He does. I'm telling yeah, you, he, he birthed my son and my son, 24 years old. And I'm telling you, he has never changed. Never changed. When I see him, I just, my shoulders just shrug down like, here he go. Because he's so Natasha, let, me, let, let me explain this to you. Uh, Kimmy live in New Jersey. Kimmy, where are your doctor? Virginia. Yeah. Wow. I'm on, good, I'm, huh? going, I'm going to hit the road Tuesday morning to go see my doctor. And That's I never amazing. depart from him. Never. <laughs> so that tells you something. I drive to, to go to stay with him. And he is a senior now. 
But I'm yeah. telling you, let me tell you this. And I'm going to go on it because Mel, you next. You you next on the on deck. When I had my son, he used to come in the in the delivery room with Armani suits on. And he was fine as hell. Oh, he's fine. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. That's, the problem. That's what lady, it is. The first time when I had my son, <laughs> my, this lady came and walked with a cane, and I hadn't even seen him. And she said, oh, you ain't going to handle no problem to open your legs to him. I was like, what? Oh, That's why I went oh, yeah? to see him. She told me about him, yeah? I was like, what? And then when he asked you all these questions, sure, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, when I first go to see him, Kim introduced me, right? I'm talking to him. He's doing his thing, and he's going, well, have you seen Kim? I'm like, doctor, please don't ask me about Kim. Why are you in between? My- please don't do that. <laughs> you got to stop. He would always ask me, okay, how's No. Not a good time. <laughs> when I tell you, I just be laughing and giggling when I see him. He's like, you. He said, I love that you always get Brazilians. It keeps it very beautiful. Oh lord, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm like, ah. a lot of information. <laughs> but he's okay. But you know, he keeps me from ha- not having sexual dysfunction because he is going yeah. to tell you mm-hmm. things or not. We can go do some blood tests. We're going to make sure all things are working properly because we don't want that to not work. So, you know, he's a good you, doctor. Yeah, he's, he's a really good doctor. And I know at some point he's not going to be here or he's going to retire. Mm-hmm. So, Celeste, has he been doing this for 40 plus years? Oh, hold! I, I've never opened up to anybody yeah. else. And I, I mean, I know one day it's gonna come where he's just gonna, he's gonna. You heard me, Kim? You heard me, Kim? I've never opened up to anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Now you said a couple things while we before we started about this. Um, about um, I'm not gonna say dysfunction, sexual uh, concerns. 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 Okay. Well, the only concern I have is really if, uh, well, I have two questions. One, if um, if I want to fuck all the time, is that a dysfunction? Doesn't <laughs> matter. No. Oh, good. Okay. Because that's what I like to do. So I'm not dysfunctional there, at least in that category. <laughs> and um, if I am addic- not addicted, I don't want to say that. I don't want to use that word because that's a negative word. But if I like to use my vibrator on a regular basis and no man can satisfy me in the way that a vibrator can. Unless you put a battery under his tongue, is that a dysfunction? It's for me. I'm always thinking it's only a concern if it ends up um, a concern for you, a concern for your partner, or it's you're dysfunctional within your life. Like you're you can't live life because these particular things like have to be happening, or you're not going to work, you're not eating, you're not sleeping. Mm. If you can function and live your life, I don't. Well, I was thinking about any of these conditions. If you need to, if I was going like this, did I go to work when I did? Natasha, I'm really thinking about Celeste. I'm thinking about it because I remember a time when the guy was like, "Oh, I'm going to come over. I'm going to do this." I'm like, you know what? I really don't want him to come over. I could just use my vibrator. I can get off way more times than fucking with him. <laughs> is that an addiction? That, or is that a problem? Is it dysfunction? No, he was the problem. <laughs> yeah, like if you're having really good sex, you're not going to be concerned about your vibrator. <laughs> like that's that's yeah, going to it'll be your body. <laughs> no, no, if the, during the very good sex, the vibrator comes, you can up. add the vibrator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I gotta think about that one. But the vibrator See? became a focus point. <laughs> okay. See, it's so things the are... issue is people and not <laughs> I mean you just don't care much to be around people. Yeah. It's like I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Okay, I get it. And that All could right. be yeah. that, that could be an issue. Think about it. People, people mm-hmm. could be an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want the talking, the effort needed to, to one, connect with someone. Right. You don't want the after, mm-hmm. the after sex with them because. <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> well, because I'm saying, think about all those things, right? It's the difference between really enjoying sex with a person and, and not enjoying it with the next person, right? It's the it's the experience. It's not just the act, but it's the experience, right? right? And so um, you can do a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, no matter who we are. We could do that, be, be done, and, you know, be done <laughs> in a few minutes. Now, at 25, I ain't know enough to do a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and then be pleasured at the end. But at 52, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, now I know some things and it really don't take that long. So, <laughs> so like, what's up? <laughs> yep. And then it's like, do you want to take the time to show someone what they need to do or do oh, you want to uh, just do it yourself? See, no. that's the thing. Like when it comes to your body, you have to, because your body changes, you have to be in tune with your body. And then you have to tell that person, you can't expect them to just come in there. and No, you have to help them navigate your body. If you don't feel like doing that, and you don't feel like doing it and that that's fine i think we start making these an issue just because we're thinking of what other people would think and that really doesn't matter that must happen when you're younger because when you're over 50 you don't give a shit i'm telling you, you come well, in there I mean, crazy I, if you want to you be uh-huh. like what in the world you don't know what you're doing Get the <laughs> turn porn on and just be like fuck him man they don't care about that person you know what I mean? <laughs> well you know what i've learned i i learned that for me too much alcohol and sex don't mix. Oh, no, that's wrong. That goes really well. Because now when I think back on it and I think, oh, I was doing all of this. And now when I really think back on it, I'll be like, yeah, no, it wasn't. I didn't do all of that. I've decided not to mix a lot of alcohol. I can't remember it. Just lot. enough to you relax. Have a whole lot, you go remember what actually happened. You no, I just think that I'm, I'm a superwoman and I really was a superwoman. So it's like, yeah, just have you a drink, but don't have five. Damn. <laughs> it ain't what you thought it was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so we talk, we talk about some some things that cause concern. We was talking about being in the wrong headspace. You know, mm-hmm. I got that problem. I have that concern. Mm-hmm. So I'm like Ramel. I I I can have sex every day, all day. I, 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 that's my thing. However, if you sound if something stupid comes out your mouth, I go. Mm. I'm a noodle. Like, or if. A I, I mean, I will. I mean, you know, I just completely lose. I could be turned on by you. I could desire you and all that stuff. And then you just have this conversation to me that just gives me this whole turn off out of here. You need your mind stimulated. I, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Do that shit. I mean, that's you need your You need your brain fucked first. And, and I could do it. And everything yes. comes after. And yeah. I mean, if, if it happens in the restaurant, we're doing it in the restaurant. Wherever oh, you stimulate shit. my mind, that's where we fuck it. I'm just telling you right now. Okay. We're not to eat. You don't do that. <laughs> but if you don't do that, or if you, if I feel like you bullshitting me, 
Mm-hmm. Yo, babe, no, don't do that. Don't yeah, that's that. a turn off. This is what it is. Let's just, uh, and I think that's a, a concern. That's a, but why is it a concern? That's not a concern. Because I be turned off more than turned on. Because <laughs> they be working my nerves. Right. Right, because men are easy. They they can quickly turn you the fuck off. And and I'm very much so. We joke, but I really don't want you to talk. Like if this is gonna go well, shut the fuck up. Don't say (laughs) nothing. And sometimes that's what they. That's where you have to bring in that balling gag. Oh my Uh goodness! I might have to try that. Oh, a ball and gag? I don't know. Yeah, you bring in, <laughs> you just bring in the ball. Like, you have to make things work for you. So if it's like they're really easy on the eyes, but when they open their mouth, it's just like, uh, then we're going to play with some toys, honey. This is what we're going to do tonight. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, I don't have to keep saying, just shut the fuck up. I can just No, no. It's in your mouth. You don't even, and if you don't want to get a ball and gag, you can use pantyhose, um, you can use scarves. Yeah. Duct tape works. So it's not a concern. So it's no, not a concern. that's no that that is your that is your preference, and your preference is never a concern. But she made a valid point. You know, I mean, if little things turn you off by the person, you got to just do some preventive measures. You know, what I mean, to shut the person up, and you know, do what you need to do to pleasure yourself. You already know exactly. they're gonna say something stupid out their damn mouth. Right, gag their asses. You know what I mean. Before? It could be before Kim. It could be we having dinner and he's looking all good, and I'm going, yeah, because I'm more of a dude than he is. So I know in my mind, I'm about to get that right. And then he'll say something like, you know that, you know my mother, my baby mother, that bitch. I go, oh shit. Yeah, no, I'm turned mm. off. I'm, I'm yes. Yeah, you know, nothing's gonna turn me off. I'm gonna get my orgasm no matter what. You can talk all that shit you Hello. want to. And get- yeah, you got a block I'm on a mission. I'm like a horse with blinders on. I got a horse. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to call. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. But yeah. yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe you just tap into that alter ego that just doesn't care. You right. get your ball gag or your, your scarf or whatever, and you go to town. You think about all the sexy ways I can get you to shut up. And get but right. let your hair down and put your iPods in your ear, and he won't even know you have them in your ear. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's a good one. That's like a, that. you know what you want, and he won't even know. You could be listening to something else, and you be just tearing his ass up. He'd be thinking it's him. You'd be listening to something else. Yeah. And he be he could be saying the most foolish crap ever. You won't hear I'm nothing. Having my husband watch this podcast and then be looking at my ears. Let that hair swing over here. You feel like hear nothing. I think it bothers me less during. Mm-hmm. It's the before. before during okay. the day or what? You mm-hmm. know, in my interaction with you, that's what's turning me off. But that's enough about me. I got other issues. So let's see what Chanti got. No, I mean mine is mine is touch, right? So mm-hmm. I respond best to touch. Mm-hmm. And so um, I may or may not always get the kind of touch that I want, but I respond best to that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a concern, but as Natasha just said, it's about communication. And so, um, but you know, sometimes when you communicate, they might feel, I hate to say they, cause I'm married, but um, they sometimes they think it's just that one time, right? You just want yeah, that. Yeah, and they don't like they don't have it. Right. So I think um, being, you know, just being able to have that conversation and be able to communicate that, you know, this is an ongoing thing. And mm-hmm. if you want to arrive like I want to arrive, then, you know, 
touch away and, you know, find those spots and well, here the spot is, don't forget, and, you know, touch this <laughs> one. <laughs> but um, the ultimate goal is supposed to be for both of us mm-hmm. right. to arrive. But if mm-hmm. the only goal is for you to arrive, that's a problem, you no, know, and then now it's this contest, but really it ain't no contest because somebody might always arrive before the other person or whatever, you know, just all of those just coupled in together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that come down or come back later. I hate that. That's right. terrible. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things, one of the things that I always have my couples do is have like an exploration session, which is not meant to be sexy. It's literally research and each person gets a day or a turn. And we literally go from head to toe, different touches, different things to figure out what it is that you like so that they know. And I don't just have to, you don't just have to say it because sometimes speaking it and actually them experiencing your reaction to it is different. So I always tell my clients, like, don't, don't go in here thinking like, this is the time to speak up because it's awkward to do it when you're in the bedroom to kind of the mood. That's not the best place because egos are in there and, you know, you want to be as nice as possible in the act, but outside (laughs) No, but outside of it, like you have to build those moments to where you can keep learning because you may learn a different spot in those exploration um, sessions where it's like, I didn't know that that roughness, like I liked that, but that, that got a reaction out of me. (laughs) Like getting choked. Like if you tighten just a little bit right here, that seems to do something different than if you touch down here. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just like a, it's a small it's a small thing. They're not going to kill you. It's, yeah. it's I mean, that's, um, I think that's a really good point that you bring across that how many times that we miss out on the opportunity to talk about what is not working. Mm-hmm. I never miss the opportunity. That shit wasn't good. It just <laughs> take wasn't it good. too. I take it too. No, I mean, like Mel, you, you're probably you're probably one of the people that I you know that inspires me. But you think about it, it takes a lot for a person to tell a person that it's not working. You know, it what does. I, mean? yeah. it it does. I would say you two are like my dream because oh but maybe that's something wrong with us because i will get up no no it's nothing what do you think he's gonna do i will get the hell up and yes no i don't think think there's anything wrong with i will leave you laying there like a bitch and get the fuck exactly i don't don't blame you celeste this ain't uh, yeah i'm gotta go like you know you know what you want and you're able to like you're able to communicate that. And if it's not up to your expectation, then you're not going to settle for it. That's things I have to teach when, because I don't, I don't know how you guys learned that or how you started exercising mm. that, but they come with age. women are not being taught. <laughs> it does come with age. This guy was age. leaning over me and he did this thing. He hawked up a loogie and started uh, letting it drool. I saw oh. this session is over. And it was just like that. Yeah, that's a turn off. Get out of my house. Because you, you should not subject uh-uh. yourself to deal with that kind of shit. I was like, oh no. I Unless you're into that type of kink. Oh, that's germs. That's nasty. But I cannot yuck anybody's yum. And there are people out there who like spit. So that's a kink. 
it was it was it was his kink, but it sure wasn't mine. Right, but he should have told you that before he hawked it and yeah, tried that to. That's a conversation. You have a conversation stuff. about that. Is yeah, it okay that, for me to spit it. on you in your mouth, on your face, or whatever? No, it's not okay. Those are conversations. And not on my vagina either. Not oh, like I had that. Somebody try to do damn loogie. That's that porn stuff. They watch porn and assume that everyone wants to do that. It's <laughs> Kim choking over there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit the mute. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> do that. They make one piece of on the news. Yeah, I've had that. So this shit is over. It's over. <laughs> it's don't talk to me no more either. I ain't joking. I'm like, I ain't had to say nasty. that. Natasha, I can't deal with those kind of things. <laughs> and I, you know, they shouldn't do that. Like, I mean, you have to ask that, people that, if they want to do concerning? that. <laughs> I mean, is that sexually concerning? You know, you, you hear us, because all of us are, are seasoned women, Natasha. You think about that. We're, we're all over the 5-0 point. So we we have no tolerance for bullshit. That, and that's what it is. It's the tolerance is You're not going to spit there. on my vagina. You're not going to spit on me, period. It was a hot <laughs> spit. It wasn't on my shoulder. <laughs> if you think that's going to turn you on, you're going to be turned off really quick. Yeah. I mean, you, you're yeah. going to be turned off really quick. That's not going to fly. You yeah. know what I mean? Babe, babe, I'm about to spit on you. No, don't do that. Okay. I'm- Right, like you know, like let me get consent from me first before you just start putting your your fluids all over me. No, exactly. Yeah, I'm like that's not um that's not that's not sexy at all. That's um some people it is. That makes me think of some really nasty shit. I mean, like some people don't. That makes me think of flus and viruses and shit. You're putting it on me. I bet you might not spit no Corona COVID on my ass. <laughs> you got Sterona, you hawks it. And you say like on me. I've I've heard and seen. So in order, you know, to get like my my license and everything like that, there's a class I have to go through where they literally show you videos of all these things. And so, you know, to Ooh. get my reaction so that when I do have clients come to me with kinks and fetishes, there's not a like a re- a reaction to it so it to me spitting it's a kink and so it doesn't it's not my kink but it is a kink so it doesn't I guess like your face as long as they're not spitting on us uh, you spit away right, right. I, let me tell you how much it disgusts me I'm telling you when I walk on this walk I like I walk in the mornings and stuff and I see like a big woogie spin on the ground mm. that made me feel nauseated you think I'm going to see that shit on me oh no we may fight yeah that's, that's nasty that's nastiness <laughs> I have a not, on my, not on my vagina. You want me to get some kind of like itching shit down there? I don't know. It's, it's very trying disgusting. to get you to be open and just just be. That's that's for their bullshit. <laughs> now at, at this age, I don't have to be open for other people. I just gotta care right. about what the fuck I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't have to be care. You know. I heard, I, I heard a I heard a story about women are not supposed to let men hit the bottom of their vagina. For those women who like big penises. And like that, is that a dysfunction or a concern? Oh, you're talking about the cervix? 
Yeah. When you say the bottom, it, so that really just depends for some people, like you can have a cervical orgasm and that, that orgasm kind of, it's, it's different. different. It's different because it goes through the whole body, but some Ooh, people, yes, it is. the <laughs> cervix is too. Wait a minute, y'all. Y'all got to go back here and explain because unless you just mess with a little dick person, don't, don't it hit your cervix every time you have sex? I'm lost. Not every time. Not every no. Time. Some every people time. don't like it because it's tender and it hurts. It doesn't, everyone doesn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And some men don't even want to do it like that. So because it's hard. Like mine with my getting having my cervix, it hurts. I don't, I do not like that. So I don't like that extra pound in, dig it deep. I don't like that because it, it really does hurt. Oh. And now I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm it hurts good. so I'm good. <laughs> no, it just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean the cervix is very it's 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 sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's sensitive because you know, thank God when you have to get a pass mirror, it doesn't really like. Uh, I don't want mine bothered at all. You know, but uh, I never heard of that one. That's a new one. Okay. Yeah, I I deal with the kids coming out of it. That's about it. That's all I want done. That that's it. That's what I call the inside orgasm. Like you mm-hmm. know, you get somebody tease you on the outside, you get a little good. That's good. That's a nice orgasm. But that inside orgasm hits different. Yeah, it's a body. It takes over the whole the body. whole body. So, so I'm old now, but I want to ask this question. So, you know, I I would like to have an orgasm, but sometimes it really, really fucks me up. Like the whole headache, the whole like. Sometimes I just want to stop just so I can avoid that headache. That shit is crazy. Am I the only one? Well, you have so, a headache when you have an organ. Oh my gosh, because she's so tense. tense. Oh yeah, I'm tense. tense. Mhm. Uh, yeah, because my head be pounding. But you know, you don't have to be tense. Yeah, because I'm 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 the aggressive, so I'm tense through the whole. Well, shit. when you when you orgasm, yeah, you don't have to be tense. Like you can do breathing exercises when oh, you're orgasming to make yourself relax, and that actually helps your orgasm last longer, and you can. With practice, you can rise your orgasm up and take it down. Ooh, girl, we got to But we're so, more. it's like, we're, <laughs> we just go, oh, we immediately like cramp up and like, instead of like expanding and taking up space. So yeah, you can just breathe and relax and I'm trying to think how your shoulders I down. Take up space. It's, it takes practice. It takes a whole lot of practice. So I should and practice tonight? And practice with yourself, <laughs> practice with yourself as well. That's going to help you know what it feels like and know what you need to do so that you don't immediately tense up. And that will probably help with those headaches. So let's get homework. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always given homework. I love it. <laughs> that's good, though, because that's the first time I've heard of an orgasm given. That seems like a lot of pressure is on you. Yeah, you I know? get it. Yeah, but that that concerns me because maybe you need to talk to Dr. Haddad about that too because what is your blood pressure doing? I'm not mm-hmm. joking. What is that happening? What is going on with your blood pressure? Mel, speak up. What's going on with your blood <laughs> that, pressure? But those are good questions. That That is a good but question. I always, get, like I always do. I get, a little headache. I get a little headache immediately after an orgasm, just immediately after, and then it uh-huh. goes away. Yeah, it does go away. It goes it away. It's just Maybe because pressure. I take migraine medicine. I don't get it. You think that's it? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Oh, but no, maybe because me and Celeste are focused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> winging it. Focus factor. <laughs> to Natasha's point, I think I make it go faster because I'm so busy trying not to do explode my head. I'm really, really mm-hmm. like low key going like this. I right, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm never doing that. <laughs> I ain't never doing that. I'm trying to hold on as long as I can, headache or not. <laughs> okay, I need to let it go. As long as I know I'm not gonna hemorrhage in the brain enough, maybe just I just relax. Just relax. It'll relax. feel so much better. I'm sure. Okay, relax. Okay. Relax. Mm-hmm. Right, Natasha. Absolutely. Like pra- <laughs> I'm telling you, practice with yourself, and when you when you practice with yourself, then you're able to like pay attention. Sometimes when we're having sex with someone, we're not necessarily paying attention because there's a lot going on. But when you're with yourself, intentionally pay attention when I'm getting ready to orgasm. Or I would even challenge you to do some edging, which is don't don't get yourself to the point of no return, mm. but stop and see mm. what your body is doing. Where are you tensing? Where like where's your body? What's your body doing? What is your breath doing? And then once you kind of figure it out, then go back to it. That's actually going to give you a really huge orgasm in, in itself. Uh, when you edge, stop and start and stop and start. No, mm-hmm. my, body like, my body don't like edging and start and start. My body, once I'm t- That's a good idea, though. You don't have to cross over right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, just, you have to know where your point of no return is, though. That's a, and I hope everybody that's listening really takes, you know, a, a playbook, a lesson from this playbook, because honestly... Having an orgasm is not easy for a lot of people. They can't even get there. Right. Really. We talk about it like it's something. You think about it, Mel and Celeste? Do you not know people that can't even have orgasms? Oh, yeah. It's been, this is just recent for me. Yeah. I think the toy did help, Ramel. I think that helped me to. Find my spot, I guess. I can say yes, yes. I was married for 22 years and I literally, pretty much, Kim noticed, pretty much had sex every day. And every some day. days it was just like eating breakfast. It was just, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just not in for the enjoyment. I'm in because I got to take care of this business. Come on, let's hurry up. So, Damn. I think that would have turned me off from sex. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I think that would have turned me off from sex. It, I would have been like, it, oh no. It pretty much did. So that's it, why that's we a job. Sometimes y'all hear me talk about sex is not a big deal. It's because it's like, eh, that's a, you know, I'm going to go put this Yeah, out. that's how it was for you. Mm-hmm. But so now, think about that. That's a, that's, a, that's a sexual concern. And thank God that she's at a point now she can relate to her own body. But, mm-hmm. but when we think about people out here who has have concerns, not being able to reach your climax is a concern. Oh, that's absolutely. a huge mm-hmm. concern. We for are somebody. Yeah, for... <laughs> and i think it's emotional right sometimes it is it is it is in your head and when your sole reason is to have an orgasm that puts way too much pressure on you and you're no longer in the moment like you're not feeling all the other feels that comes with it like sometimes other things feel good besides just the orgasm like the way it feels to feel your breath going up and down the heat coming off of your face what it feels like for them to touch from the back of your neck down to your lower back, like paying attention to those sensations, the sensation of what the heat is building up in your abdomen. You're missing out on all of the experience. (laughs) (laughs) But if I do all that and I don't have an orgasm, we got problems. What the heat is doing. (laughs) (laughs) But 
if you're paying attention to those things, you're more present, you're more there, you're more likely to have an orgasm mm. compared to if you go in there, oh my God, I've got to get this orgasm. Oh, I feel it. It's almost there. It's oh, oh no, we moved over. He did this. And like, you're, oh, you're in your head, <laughs> you're in, but you're in your head. If you're in your head, how are you in your body? So when you say right there, right there, and he moves and you start thinking, you stupid motherfucker. And then now you're in your head. And so now you're getting upset. Your body's getting upset. You're starting to tense. Everything is shutting down. It's like, you're not even up. there anymore. And that's why we get up because it's done. Mm-hmm. So, so what to that point, what about people who um, just don't feel good about themselves? They're just not in a good mind space like their self-esteem is being challenged right now and these are real i mean take ourselves out of the picture right now me celeste and mel well, we're talking about people in general women in general who have self-esteem issues you know what i mean but they want to feel sexually fulfilled what advice do you have for them to try to get I mean, you can't recover them, but what advice do you have for them to start to get on the road to recovery? My advice is buy a dildo and start getting in touch with yourself, you know, because self-love is always the first step, not trying to find somebody else. Um, But you're the expert here, Natasha. Do you meet women like that who are dealing with issues like their own issues that they're saying I'm just I just don't feel good about myself because maybe they've been in some type of tumultuous relationship you know what I mean and they're out of it so now they're in the dating world but they just don't feel good about themselves and they want their dating people now and it becomes you know the dating world is different people are more sexually open so they have mm-hmm. sex quicker so how mm-hmm. does that work out when you know I can't just go in this relationship fucking this dude and I ain't getting nothing out of it because now I'm not the damn supermarket aisle number two. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? But that's yeah. what it's going to become. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How does that work out for that person? That, that I, woman? I think there's one client female that I've worked with that has not had that issue. And if she thinks she doesn't have that issue, once we start talking more, then she realizes she does have that issue. Mm -hmm. Um, like everything is going to be internal, like a lot of times without knowing it, or even with knowing it, we think that these external things will give us validation. It'll make us feel good. It'll make us love ourselves. It'll make us happy, peaceful, joyful, whatever we're looking for in that moment. We always think it's an external thing. That's going to feed that it's never going to be an external thing. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be internal and the external things add to what you've already done for yourself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can be having sex all the time but if you're not good within yourself you don't love yourself you don't like you don't know thine self and close mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. that sex is never going to completely satisfy you because there is a piece missing there which is you mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. oh, love that's myself a lot yeah <laughs> no you do and that can I go do. for any age. I fuck age myself level. on a regular basis and no problem. Yeah. That can go for any age level. Like our mm-hmm. younger, you know, we got um all of us got younger daughters 
and they're and they're young adults, but they're you know they could be sexually active at this point because they're young adults. Their Mel even has a, a son-in-law soon to be son-in-law. So at this point, you know they're at this point in their lives where they have to be able to say self-love has to be an important um, mm-hmm. level to them because mm-hmm. if not. It's easy for them to fall into a trap where mm-hmm. they're catering to that man or whoever mm-hmm. they're with and lose sight of who they are. And they mm-hmm. may never be sexually satisfied. They could just be going through the motions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Going through the motions. And then at 45, they say, why did this relationship didn't work? And it had yeah. nothing to do with the relationship. It was mm-hmm. all about self. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was all about self because it was never never gratified in the first place. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we hit a lot of good points today. I mean, I'm cool. Celeste's cool. Mel is cool. We know Mel cool because I'm like, hey, so <laughs> I, I got some pointers right here down from Mel. Gonna give you, what's, that, what's that model number that, that model number you got, Mel? Oh, yeah, that. They got that on Amazon. Get, get, me. <laughs> get you one that plugs into the wall because I'll never forget the time I ran all around the house looking for batteries. Took the damn batteries out the TV remote. That shit don't work. <laughs> well, you know, they're charging. They, most of the toys are chargers now. They have USB chargers. Yes. Um, oh. So, yeah, they're they're phasing out the plug in the wall. Yeah, well, right? I'm going to get electrocuted. Major, you know, that's... that's <laughs> Nothing going to be as strong as something you plug in the wall. I don't I didn't move myself up with to that, that level. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you guys have any final thoughts? Because I think this was a really great episode. Mel, you got any final thoughts? Self-love, self-pleasure, and um, if you have any sexual concerns, talk to Natasha about it. She can set right. straight. <laughs> Celeste? No, I guess the only thing that ran through my mind was, you know, in my earlier years where it, it I still had those old morals that I was fighting with. So I have women mm-hmm. that I've been in in touch with that still fight through that too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. women are not supposed to be so sexual and we're not mm-hmm. supposed to do all of these things. But we'll talk about that the next episode. Mm-hmm. I can help you help them get over that. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Celeste. Because those stories, those that is one of the things that I always have to wear with clients. Like, is is that your story? Or is that the, the first lady story in your head? Like, when you hear that, who voice you hear? Is that grandma? Because that's, that's right. like... That's, that's, that's not coming from you. That's not coming from you. I'm so glad you said that, Celeste. And we'll talk about that really quick in the after show. I'm so glad you said that. We should, the fact of living under someone else's shadow that mm-hmm. overshadows your life, that mm-hmm. makes you live not the way you want to live, is really dominant in a lot of people's lives, especially mm-hmm. in the Black culture. Yep. You think about how we live. To be sexually forward has been um, deemed as being promiscuous, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we think about that. That's a that's a sexual concern, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't love ourselves. So that's really, really huge. So I'm, I'm when you say the first lady, hell, I'm <laughs> telling you, I don't have nothing against first ladies. I got a lot of cool friends who are first ladies, and I think they're down to earth. But there's a lot of first ladies that are out here 
wondering why their husband is over there screwing the lady in that front row. And I mean, I'm being honest. They're, they're doing things that are supposed to be done. It's not right. And, you know, and I just say people going to be people. You can live like you want to or you can live under somebody else's shadow. Whatever makes you happy, I'm going to be happy. You can choose the way you get your happiness any way you want. But um, I don't I don't live for other people. So that's a really big point. So, Natasha, in closing, do you have any final words for us? No, just there's nothing wrong with with anybody like anyone who's listening and feels like. I have a dysfunction or I have an issue. There's something wrong with me. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you are enough. You are worthy. You're perfect as you are. You just have to keep being curious about you. That's literally all it is being curious about your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul. And eventually everything will align itself and you will have great sex as a result. Great sex. That sounds like a commercial. I hope everybody had a good time. We had a good time tonight. Yeah. Um, check us out every Wednesday when we drop a new episode. So thank you for joining us on the porch tonight. I'm your girl Kimmy. And joining us tonight is Ramel and Celeste. Our girl Natasha. She's joining us. We thank, thank you for joining us on the course tonight. So this is Les Chichet says, have a great week on purpose, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Good night. Bye.